Naked ABCs, where we discuss every Bare Naked Ladies song in alphabetical order, and we never make mistakes. I know some of you are saying, but Tracy, Humongous belonged last week before Humor of the Situation, and before R. <laughs> there are two spellings of Humongous, and we are canonical here. We are not going with the American spelling. We are going with the spelling that BNL used on their CD, the and that is spelling. The proper <laughs> and that is H U M U N G O U S. Yes, I am that pedantic. And some people who can account for that are Aaron, Jeff, and Stefan. Welcome. Awesome. So, as you could tell, the song that we're, of course, discovering tonight is Humongous Tree. Kevin Hearn song, sung by Stephen Page, which happens often on this album. But Aaron, which album are we talking about? We're talking about the album that I would never have guessed a song this good could be on. We're talking about Snack Time. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't you tell me, Tracy? Why didn't you tell me? This is a fantastic song. I'm going to tip my hand here. I love this song. It's great. (laughs) It's great. As well as Pollywog in the Bog. (laughs) Well, it's interesting you say that because this was one of the last songs that was recorded and the other songs that were last recorded on this album were Eraser and Pollywog in a Bog. Okay. No kidding. (laughs) Pollywog in the Bog has a sick bass line. It does. does. (laughs) I'll hear it in a couple years. (laughs) (laughs) When you grow up a little. You, yeah, you can hear about that when you're older. <laughs> when you're older. When you're old enough for snack time. <laughs> the sick bases in this song were recorded at Jim Cregan's house. So all the strings on the song were actually recorded at Jim Cregan's house. That's awesome. Recorded by yeah. Zoom. <laughs> so, why don't we get into the music? Speaking of Jim Cregan, Aaron, will you break this song down for us? It would be my pleasure. Break it down. <laughs> I, I gotta call it. That's the new official lead-in for this. Wiggity 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 wack season. Wiggity wack. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Humongous tree was recorded at 160 beats per minute. It is in the key of B flat major. Mm. It's got a jungle or drum and bass feel to the percussion. It makes use of a lot of stretching effects to create glitchy and digital artifacty kind of sounds. I guess if I had to come up with a genre for this, I would call it drum and lounge. It's got those nice, pretty guitar chords and the organs probably sound like a Rhodes or something. Um, This is actually more than a little Aphex Twin-like. I don't know if you guys like Aphex Twin, but I think this is what it would sound like if Richard D. James made elevator music 
and I would love <laughs> elevator music if that were the case. It's amazing. Uh, so the chords, this is a very simple song for me to break down. I was fortunate this week. Essentially, you got B flat up to E flat. It's one to four. And that's pretty much the entire song. I, I started writing notes on like verse one, A, chords, uh, keyboard, road solo, A, verse two, A. And then I just kind of stopped writing. I just, I just kind of held on to the A key for a while. So it's just A. Um, in fact, the only other chord to appear in this song is an A, appropriately enough, at the very beginning, leading into the B-flat and kicking things off. Um, this actually kind of reminds me of a lot of music I used to make. I made more than my fair share of two-chord songs in high school, and more than a few of those had jungle or drum and bass type beats over them. Now, that's not a negative, by the way. I'm not trying to say, well, I could have written this in high school. In fact, I know to a certainty that I couldn't have because this song was written in a major key. Uh, but I really like this. I really like this song. And in fact, I'm going to have to say something here, Tracy. I think I was a little easy on Here Come the Geese. It's definitely a good song for one of the kids' songs. But wow, this is a legitimately great song, period. No qualifications necessary. Or if it's a eucalyptus tree they're singing about, no qualifications are necessary. Oh. Either. Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> he, he wrote that in the bathroom this morning. Yeah, one hundred percent. Gonna use that one. <laughs> but yeah, I love so, it. It's simple. It's it's great. It's it's. I love it. It's it. So let's talk a little bit about the the sound. I I, I wrote down that's like kind of a fifties kind of vibe, and but it's also jazzy. Like yeah. it's this really weird mixture. I love it. Same. <laughs> I love name. it. Agree. Unironically, it's great. It's fantastic. It's like Motown <laughs> mixed with elevator music with lounge. Yeah, yeah it's all yeah. these it's, uh, things coming it's, together, and it just works. You know, I love that running the rat-a-tat percussion that just yeah, builds up the drum and bass. That, yeah. that, that that whole drum and bass, it just that it's just so good. Drives the song. That was yeah, the first thing that caught my attention. I was like, oh, that's that's different. That's something I really haven't heard from them, and I, I like it. The drumming in the background is nuts because it's way faster than what the song should be. (laughs) Well, that's the drum and bass. Yeah, it's like always like twice as fast. When I talked about Aphex Twin, uh, Richard D. James, when he did Aphex Twin music, I'm sure he probably still does. I haven't heard anything from him in a while, but he would take rap beats, like hip hop beats, and they're usually like, you know, 80 BPM or so, and he would speed them up like two times or four times as fast, and, and he would kind of chop them up and rearrange them, and that's. It's very much what I'm hearing here, that kind of methodology. It's very cool to hear it in a VNL tune. I never really thought that would happen. That's very, very interesting. Well, it's funny because then you have the music. You, so the guitar, the keys are very relaxed and, and low-key, yeah. no pun yeah. intended, but very, very peaceful in a way. And the then you have... Drums. Yeah. And then they, match with the, uh, they don't match with the drums, but it works still. It really it, does. The other part to add in there is Steve's singing. Oh yeah, he's. It, this is his his singing is very much reminiscent, in my opinion, of the, of the uh, maroon stuff. It's uh, very right. He's belting it. He's got that. He he really is sitting in his chest and yep. just really really projecting and just going for it. There's almost like a Jack Blackie quality about it, but like less silly. Like he really yeah. commits to it and does mm-hmm. it earnestly. And it's great. I love it. He's belting it out 
And it's just he's just going for it, singing about this humongous tree. <laughs> I actually wrote down that I love the way he says oxygen. They give us oxygen. Just, yeah. Just, just <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's weird because and i'm sure you, you guys talked about this before when you did um like here comes the geese but i mean this was his last album as a bare naked yeah mm-hmm. and uh so it's a weird one to go out on but i mean there's <laughs> there's something to like here and i know he wasn't you know totally on board with this one i mean it wasn't he likes to say it wasn't his idea um he gave it all. But he had fun with yeah. it, right? He yeah, clearly put himself but into it. He did, and and this, like I said, this is uh, like uh, Aaron was saying. This he really has almost um, a powerhouse operatic yeah. kind of. That's the meatloaf. Thing going a meatloaf, on with this song. meatloaf quality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take a song about a tree and just sell it. Yeah, and he does. <laughs> yeah, and that that was the word I used was operatic. It yeah. is really Steve doing his operatic voice that's powerhousing through this song. That is really laid back and relaxed. Then you have that drum that's kind of driving. <laughs> and it's a blend of really three different genres that are completely different, but it works for some reason. Very much. Yeah. Now, there is something musically in the song that doesn't work for me. What's that? That skipping and staggering that happens at the end, at the there, end yeah, of the right. second uh, is it second chorus, second verse, somewhere around that area? They they do this skipping and staggering. I'll put in a, a, yeah. a piece of it right here. Giant tree, 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 tree. What gigantic tree? Here for you and me. And that just doesn't work for me. Like at the I like first it. time I listen to it, I'm like, oh my god, what's wrong with my disc? I just bought this thing. <laughs> and then no, I'd written that down too. That was actually one thing I did kind of. Um, I don't know. It did, for me, it didn't fit uh, the song up to that point. It, it just felt a little out of place. Yeah, yeah. no. Maybe I was primed by listening to Aphex Twin when I was a kid. I, I really feel like whomever whomever produced that the percussion and the the that element of the song definitely had to be influenced by Aphex Twin. I feel like it was almost uh, like a love letter to that kind of that kind of thing. Although his music is usually a little more creepy, and it probably it probably seems a little the disjointed uh, and uh, kind of stretched out. Uh, filtered stuff probably makes more sense where, where he's coming from, but like I don't know, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Well, and this song was written by Kevin, so I could see Kevin mm. being into something like Apex Twin. Like that's yeah. that's kind of his. He likes to do things that are really kind of unlisted to stuff that's really kind of off the grid out and, there. And yeah, out there. So what what really threw me off? Uh, speaking of things that kind of like okay, where does this apply to the song? When the first uh, first few notes came through, yep, yep. Uh, it was very Grateful Deadish, uh, almost like, okay, yeah. is this Casey yeah. Jones? <laughs> um, I, I don't know what's going on here. It's very common to BNL to start off with something that's not normally what the song beat and rhythm is. And then they switched over. I'm like, oh, okay. All right, I can get into this. But what what the heck was the <laughs> first one? I always... That's a really interesting observation, Stefan. It kind of reminds me of the Indiana Jones movies, where the first 15 minutes or so is some other adventure that has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, well, I see that now. That's like... Uh, Temple of Doom. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and you're right. BNL does like to do that. They like to have those false starts and then go in a different direction. And false endings sometimes. Yeah, yeah. They do that a lot. But... 
And the monkey sounds. The monkey sounds. <laughs> I'm like, swinging from the branches. First monkey sound. I'm like, okay, guys, that's a little bit weird. <laughs> Can you just like? But you know, this is standard BNL stuff. You know, they love goofing around. They love being able to introduce stuff into their songs that they can enhance on live. Every live song that they do of this is completely off the wall. <laughs> you just know it. But yeah, it's, it's cool. Standard BNL stuff. I love it, actually. Yeah, I gotta say, uh, when I was a kid, like super young, I would... I had like a Weird Al tape that I would rewind the same song over and over and over again and listen to. Like I would have like one or two songs that I really loved on an album and I'd just like wear out the tape rewinding. If my parents, if this song, if this album had come out in 19... When I was like 10 years old, um, I feel like I would have just worn out the tape listening to this track over and over again if my parents had bought it. What Weird Al tape did you have where you only listened to two songs? No, 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 no. Okay, I don't mean to imply that I just listened to two, but I, I would like get any album. I would get, get like obsessed with one song and like just... Right, I get My it. parents would be like, how can you listen to the same song over and over again? And I'm like, well, I probably have some kind of developmental issue. Okay, parents? <laughs> Now this song is not listed. I'm looking right now on on Setlist FM as ever having been played live. Never at done all. live. Huh? Oh, um, what a shame! I don't know if that's tr- right, but that would seem really odd, especially during that that uh, that di- tour that they did just after the album came out. Um, so it's kind of odd. Would have been a good Earth Day tune. Yeah, most definitely. Arbor Day, too. Arbor Day. <laughs> Seems like this album is geared for children, uh, for one. It's like snack time, and it seems like they've got a Christmas album. They've got one for kids. <laughs> they've got, uh, you know, their regular assortment. I don't think anything from their children's album might make it into a live um, Poly- Polywalk has. Ha- Polywalk has? Polywalk has, yeah. And I think snack time, too. Bass. Getting back to this song, the one thing we haven't brought up about the music yet is the shalalas. Shalalala. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I really love those, though. Like, it could seem corny, but I really, really enjoy those. That background. Well, that's my favorite. Yeah, this, this is what this I'm talking about. Yeah, when I call this like drum and lounge, it's they are committing 100% to that kind of cheesiness. And it's awesome. like it's so earnest that it it go it, you know, sometimes things can be so bad they go back to being good. This is the thing where it starts as really good because they're talented, but it's really cheesy. So it starts to go towards bad, but then they're just like we're going to commit to this all the way. And it pushes it back towards good again. It's really really cool. <laughs> cheesy. cheesy, you guys know nothing of cheesy. Motown is one hundred percent cheese, <laughs> especially in your, especially in the mid eighties. That was <laughs> well. Speaking of lounge, like I'm a big fan of Richard Cheese, right? So <laughs> there's, this, <laughs> there's there's definitely kind of a loungy, or actually even it's probably sacrilegious to say this. I'm sure someone's going to write us a nasty tweet, but uh, even more than Richard Cheese, I'm, I'm I love this band called Black Velvet Flag, which before Richard oh, yeah. Cheese was a yeah. thing, they did like mm-hmm. lounge covers of punk music. They, my favorite mm-hmm. is their cover of Institutionalized by Suicidal Tendencies. It's hilarious. It's just so tranquil sounding and just, <laughs> it's so relaxing and just groovy. Yeah, it's hilarious. 
Yeah, do it. <laughs> well, we can say about the fake ending. So Stefan mentioned okay. earlier a yeah, fake yeah. ending, or or Jeff did. There's a fake ending to this song where you think it's done, and then they continue Picks on. back up, yeah. <laughs> and I love it when a band does it. Not if they do it every song, but when they do it, and they do it well, and, the, and it's done in a fun way, and oh, the song man. is. Sorry, I'm just laughing because my band had this song... We decided at one point we were we were just a bunch of trolls really living under a bridge, but um, we decided at one point like we wanted to have one of those epic rock band you know endings to a song where they're like just playing the same chord over and over and over again and they just keep dragging it out and just, the drums are going nuts. But what we did was we went to like we would go we go back up. Oh man. Yeah. But no, this this is actually good. Unlike that song, which was intentionally bad. That was a good song. I like it. Oh, that! Well, I guess that. <laughs> agrees there, Stephen. Chewbacca agrees with me. <laughs> oh, I don't know what that was. <laughs> Chewie, is that you? <laughs> I'm keeping that in. Wait, of course you, of course you are. That's the best part of the episode. <laughs> and now we turn over to Cat Corner. Like... Cat? <laughs> I've trained my cat to sound like Chewbacca. <laughs> 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 no, Aaron, this isn't the key of G, per. <laughs> Consider myself schooled by the cat. <laughs> so let's switch over to lyrics, this, what the song is about. It's about trees, Tracy. <laughs> it's about trees. <laughs> How do you get that? I don't actually. I, I, well, you know, I figured I just I picked up the little breadcrumbs they left, and I'm just I'm going down a limb here, you're, making you're a pole vault it. leap, but uh, in logic. But I feel like it's a say, you know, I'm landing like on a solid ground. Seed. Yeah, it planted the seeds. <laughs> I agree, though. Then, this would be a great song for Earth Day or every day. If there is a conservation message. I, I yeah. get with that yeah. whole. Uh, uh, I feel the opposite when I see a stump. You know, yeah, I love that line. I, I do, yeah, and I feel <laughs> the like opposite I, when I see was it a stump or a stone? I think it was a stump. Yeah. Stump, stump, <laughs> jump and stump is the the rhyme there. Yeah, a stump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when I see, I see a, a healthy, healthy trunk, trunk, it makes me want to jump. It makes me want to jump, but I feel just the opposite when I see a stump. Does that mean he wants to duck <laughs> when he sees a stump? <laughs> Dive on the ground. <laughs> Hit the stump with his head. Hit the stump. <laughs> All the kids will be saying that in a few years. Now that brings us to bad day. He's that's why he's depressed. Oh, okay. All right, I'm with you. He saw a stump and he's kind of deflated. But no, I mean, like it's a very straightforward song. It's a kids' song. There's not, you know, I, I wasn't expecting a, a Stephen Page uh, coke fueled uh, depression addled uh, exploration of the psyche here. Uh, I, you know, he, it, it's, it's a very simple song. It's about a tree, uh, or trees. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, to me, there's, there's something, again, there's something, it's so unironic and it's so heartfelt and it's just like so simple and like, it's a nice message of, you know, ad- admiring nature and appreciating it. And, um, I don't know, there's just, I, I would feel like a villain if I ripped on this song, you know, not, and I, and I have no reason to do so because I love it, but I don't know. I'm glad that I'm not drinking the haterade tonight because I would feel bad. 
And it, it must work because musically, I, I, when I first when I first heard this song, like yeah. a few, like a couple songs on Snack Time, I thought, really, it's a kid song though. Like it doesn't have that feel. <laughs> yeah, it's song. not what you think. It of. does. But while I was playing it, uh, one of the times in the past week to, to listen to it for this episode again, um, my one year old it caught his attention. He yeah. actually climbed up on the couch, nice. the couch to listen. So there must be. I mean, they must have. And and the word choices. I mean, a yeah. huge tree, a, a ginormous, ginormous tree, a humongous <laughs> tree. You know, that's definitely yeah. a playful thing for kids, and and uh, the uh, uh, the exaggeration of it and the imagery and everything. Um, but it's one of those kids songs that, like, I. I I actually am doing this. So some of my original music that I've been writing um, is geared towards children. But having kids of my own, we all know what it's like to have to listen to the music you don't want to have to hear over and over and over and over. So don't having kids' music that you want... High. Right, right. <laughs> don't start. Coco Melon don't all the time. <laughs> but having kids' music, you know, just like having kids' movies that adults want to sit and watch or listen to, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one. This is one I can enjoy, and my one-year-old can enjoy. And that's you know, uh, okay, yeah, more, more, more than that. Yeah, it's yeah. almost addicting because I listened it to is. it the first time, and I'm like, all right, Grateful Dead, Casey Jones, okay, into like Shallow. Uh, <laughs> what is going on here? Yeah. And then uh, like then the lyrics came up. I'm like, <laughs> really? This this is what you've got for lyrics? Like, oh, okay. Uh, did you get this from like a grade school? I, I don't understand this. And then uh, then the song ended, and I'm like, what just happened? To this? Like, yeah, it grows on you. Like, yeah, it does. Yeah. And then, then that ended. I'm like, maybe one more time. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I just want to hear Steve scat again. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of. It's a very fun tune. I think that's it is. Start, most of you start jamming it's with it at fun. the end of it. Yeah. You're like, la 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 la. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay. So where where else is that from? Because this has been driving me nuts all day. That oh. I feel like that's from something I mean, else too. What, well, you mentioned oh. like doo wop and stuff like that. There's a. It's, a, it's got a very rich. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm thinking like "Longest Time" by Billy Joel at this point, but like any, anything like that, you know. Whoa. Is it? Is it somebody's watching me though? Is that where? Oh, is it? Oh, you. Somebody's, somebody's watching me. me. <laughs> oh, that's where. That's where. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was that Rockwell? Was that? Rose yep. Rockwell. Yeah. Rockwell. Rockwell. His, his big. His big hit with. I, so, I really, always really it was Michael Jackson. I always but. confuse that song right. with, with Eddie Murphy's "Party All the Time." Yeah, another great one-hit wonder. Very different songs, really, but I feel like you could make a mashup. You probably could. Their music careers went about the same direction. Yeah, it's a one-hit so. wonder. <laughs> so the song—it's funny because normally I don't like the simple songs. I don't like it when it's too on the nose, it's too simple, but with a kid's song, it makes perfect sense for it to be that way. You don't want something that's overly complex. Um, it's slightly educational, so you know, you're learning all these different words. <laughs> the for, best kind for of tree, educational. Different levels of trees. You're learning that, that plants, grow, that seeds grow into trees. Uh, Wait, what? So like simple Wait. little things. Are you Tracy? Are you telling me the stork doesn't drop off baby this trees? This changes everything. <laughs> no, I really would have liked to have for them to have gone to the carbon cycle and uh, all that. But yeah, right. you know, I'll give them a pass on that. It, not a not a not a dang reference to photosynthesis. Yeah, what, in the what's going on? Song. What? <laughs> 
<laughs> Seriously. Well, that's where I was actually going to go next. Was I was Where's say, my chlorophyll like, at? Sometimes, There's a lot you can rhyme with photosynthesis. <laughs> sometimes they may be, they might be giants. <laughs> goes a little bit too far with the education. Hard disagree, piece. Tracy. Hard disagree. And their and their children's mm-hmm. albums. You're talking like the TMEG children's albums. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. The sun right. is sometimes a mass of incandescent gas, a gigantic nuclear furnace where hydrogen is built into helium at a temperature of millions of degrees. Which is a great song. How by can the way. you not? Oh wow, my can. <laughs> oh no no, I was doing with I was going with photosynthesis in electric yeah, right, car. Right. Like it goes a little <laughs> above the kids' heads at that point. Um, BNL was aiming. A ten-year-old, so <laughs> this rocks for me. That and Animania country song is just mind-blowing. <laughs> and I do love the scatting in this song. Like, oh, yes, yeah. love the scatting. I don't know if <laughs> scat in the forest. I love it. <laughs> if a bear scats near a tree, does it? Does a bear scat in the woods? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lots of scatting in this song. Yep. <laughs> We've gone off the rails, folks. <laughs> not, not it had to happen. Not oh, quite jolly, jolly Christmas level of off the rails, but it's getting, it's getting there. Oh man, holly jolly Christmas was way off the rails. I'm so think, sad that I missed that. No, jeez. Oh, I actually, I, I haven't listened to how far you went into the end of that. Actually, I got to go back and do that. Our blooper reel on that one goes quite. <laughs> it goes long, yes. <laughs> Were you there for that one, Stephen? I was. Yes, there. yes, he was there. <laughs> he was about half the blooper reel. <laughs> oh man, I gotta go listen to that now. Okay. I'm curious. I didn't even think of that as a song. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm We're with like, you, how Stephen. are we gonna make an episode out of this? Nine you and I. Are I think in... we went 45 minutes on that. So <laughs> okay, so my theory on this, you know how. Um, you know how Tim and Eric and, and some people like that are considered anti-comedy? That is an anti-song. <laughs> that's an anti-song, yes. Well, I think that's that's the one that introduced <laughs> the under one under one rule. Yep. Yes. But if I a song so. is not that's... a full song, it has to be under one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that and How's the Level are the only two I've rated under one. <laughs> well, speaking of ratings, why uh. don't we get to our ratings? And before we do our ratings, mm. I want to know, this is a kid's album. It's oh, meant good. for yeah. kids. Yeah. So Steph, no, I'm just kidding. Uh. Um, so <laughs> what I'm going to do first is I'm going to throw it to my children. Gotta be and I'm going to ask them what they thought about this song, Ben yeah. and Bella. Bella, what did you like about the song or not like about the song? I give it a three. And I like the shalalalas in the scatting. Ben, what did you think about this song? I like the shawalalas and the scatting. Okay. And I give it a 3.5. I thought we were your children. (laughs) We are. Daddy? Metaphorically. (laughs) Metaphorically. Age-wise, yeah. You always loved Darren Moore. That's why you got the bigger room. (laughs) Go to your room. This is what you gave gave Stefan a car. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Aaron, you bought Jeff a trailer. (laughs) That's true. That is true. That is true. That's that's where he broadcasts from now. You did store my car. (laughs) (laughs) I used to store my wife's soap supplies now. Well, I'm going to pull us back off the rail. On that note, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to pull us back on track. Guys, let's do some ratings here. 
We're going to rate this based on how many sequoias do we give this song? Sequoias. So <laughs> I'm going to let Jeff go first. So that way Stefan can get himself in control. Wait, so I do really like this song. I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's enjoyable. Um, it's tough to rate the songs off snack time, I think, in comparison to some of the other ones. Like you said, it's not a serious song. So how do you put it in comparison to, to Brian Wilson or Call and Answer or... Songs like that. Um, and this song obviously wouldn't fit on Maroon or Stunt or anything like that. But knowing it's from a children's album and listen to it, it's it's a fantastic song. There's a lot of fun stuff here. The elements we talked about, the um, the percussion, the backing vocals with the sha-la-las. Um, I really love Steve's vocals on this. I yeah. think he's, 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 sell, he's selling it. And uh, it's enjoyable. It's a kid's song that uh, adults can listen to and enjoy. Um, it's written by Kevin, um, you know, my boy. Um so I, I can't put it as high as I would put it, you know, a lot of the other stuff that we uh, have talked about and are going to talk about. But I obviously want to give it, I don't want to beat on it. Um, so I'm going to give this one, oh, this is tough. Um, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it an even four sequoias. Ooh, okay. I'm going to give it an even four. But the way that you were like hedging there, I thought you were going to be like, ah, 3.2. <laughs> I, I was, I was, I was sitting on like three point five. That's what I was thinking, three point five. But that's, that's like I said, like I said, there's other songs on Snack Time that I would probably put in those areas. But like I, said, I, really I would good play song. the song. It's, yeah, I would play the song over and over. Same. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, <clears throat> Stefan, you you've recovered. <laughs> that's debatable. So let's give you, <laughs> let's get your. Your call on this one, Stefan. So what do you give this song? How many sequoias? Oh, gosh. My mentality fits right along with uh, any children's album VML comes up with. Uh, I, <laughs> um, I love the Shalala and the oh, oh, oh. I like the beat, the, the bass line. And then you listen to the drums, and the drummer is just going berserk in the background. It's just, I like it. Yeah. I just like it. I don't know why, but it's it's catchy. Yeah, it really. And is. you can't mm-hmm. stop doing the sha la 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 la. Can't you can't so, stop the sha la la la. Exactly, exactly. So um, I I listened to it four or five times. It just kept kept getting better and better. Yeah. So uh, with a song that keeps getting better and better. And you're like, oh, you're right. This is this is pretty awesome. I I rank it four point eight sequoias. Wow, wow. I know. Wow, that's high. Nice. That's a lot of sequoias. Nice. For me, that's I a, love that's that. a miniature force. Yeah, <laughs> I love the yes. That's almost a red Easy listening. It's calming for me. Yeah, but it's got it's it's got it's rhythm. It's uh it's yeah. right there. There's nothing that's a big surprise. Uh, nothing uh, too off the wall except for the whole riffing thing in the middle. That's kind of weird, but um, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron, what do you think of this song? Well, you know, this was a tough one for me because uh, I had to go back. Here come the geese. I gave a four out of five. That's still a very good song, but I think I was starting to let your "it's a kid's song" argument sway me, Tracy. So I don't know. I, I I may have to come back and revisit that come New Year's. It's still a very good song, but I think the really cool thing about "Humongous Tree" is it proves it doesn't have to be good for a kid's song. It can just be a straight up good song. 
This song, I don't think would be uh, unreasonable for me to add to my best of BNL playlist that I'm making on Spotify. So I, I want to hear this pop up every now and then when I'm on shuffle. Um, so I'm going to give Humongous Tree four sequoias and a bonsai tree out of five. So that'd be a 4.1 sequoias out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Little tiny bonsai tree on top of the four sequoias. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how that was going to fit in. <laughs> Little bonsai tree. <laughs> Tracy's like, I can't put bonsai, I can't put that in the spreadsheet. <laughs> Does not work. That doesn't compute. <laughs> Does not compute. And the spreadsheet's going to throw errors now. <laughs> it's all chaos now. Snack time is officially my, my work here is done. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. How about you, Tracy? I, I really enjoy this song, um, even though it doesn't come on through my normal rotation very often. Um, and I, I like the jazziness of it. I like all the things that we've talked about tonight with the background vocals. The only thing I don't like, of course, as I mentioned, is the skipping that happens. And that's only about five, ten seconds. It's not really that big in there. Um I'm going to have to say, I've been wrestling with this. I'm going to go with a 4.25. Ooh, wow. Because once nice. again, I rate I rate the children's songs a little bit differently. Right, understood, um, yeah. And so, like, How dare you? For a kid's song, <laughs> I would say this is a 4.25. A song is a song. <laughs> That's what I say. Except for uh, even Holly which Willy. is not a song. <laughs> anyone, no, not a song. anyone who's listened to most kids' songs know that is not true. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you an example. This is the song that never... Well, yeah, compared <laughs> compared to Hot Cross Buns, this is the Mona Lisa, my friend. So, I mean, exactly. <laughs> Actually, yep. I was looking through my notes on the children's song podcast that I also frequent, and uh, I put Hot Cross Buns at a solid 3.75. <laughs> so... I mean, well, you've never it heard it. Me. What can I you've say? Nev- <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, you've clearly never heard my fifth grade music class play it on recorders. <laughs> <laughs> or Aaron playing it on a recorder. <laughs> I'll have you know I play it fantastically on a recorder. I play it on, I play it on a melodica. <laughs> yeah, but he plays it in like E minor or something. He's yeah. It's like the funereal dirge equivalent of Hot Cross <laughs> So this week's appearance is a very simple one. It's the Brothers Cregan on Ships and Dip with Ed playing on the drums, playing Humongous Tree, which is interesting to hear Jim. I mean, this was a song written by Kevin. We have Jim and Andy and Ed playing this song. Um, It's a little bit different. And of course, it's the drums are a little bit different because Ed's playing them, uh, but it's still really cool. So I recommend everyone go out and read that. You can get that or listen to that. That's in the liner notes. Guys, <clears throat> we only have one more Hearn song on this album. Mm, and wow. that doesn't come until the very end of the podcast. So the rest of the snack time songs mm. are sung by the rest of the guys. Oh, mm. Okay. And speaking of snack time and singing, next week we discuss something that is totally untrue. I can sing. Yeah, <laughs> you can sing, Tracy. I, I've heard you sing. So we're getting we're we're officially into the eyes next week. We are officially leaving the H's behind, and we are entering. I am really looking forward eyes. to this for the guys that have not I've... experienced BNL because I was looking through the list, and there are some really 
really good stuff in the ice. Right. Like that is true. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward. That to is it. true. However, <laughs> however, the eyes are literally six months long. Wow. <laughs> so, Jeff, are you saying the eyes are the gateway to the soul in this case of the music? Oh. <laughs> By the way, Tracy. I know you can sing. You put you guys put a few uh, Canada Dry Seltzer waters in this guy, and he'll sing karaoke all night. <laughs> well, I didn't say that I that I won't sing. I said not I a can't not a sponsor. Sing. We got to get him on the Twitch sings because they have a lot of being out on Twitch sings. Oh yeah, you know what? We should do that. We should do that like as as a group. Yeah. We should do a. a, a I was uh, yeah. I was surprised by how much good B and L they Let's do it. Really let's solid. let's let's pick a song. Yeah. Let's do. Uh, Let's do Humongous Tree. We can pick when Aaron hasn't heard it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can all go, sha-la-la-la. <laughs> so I want, I want to totally say that I am preparing you guys for the I songs. Yeah. Beginning with just the word I, not the letter I, the word mm. I. <laughs> there are, hold on, I got to do quick math here. <clears throat> 14 songs that start with just the word I. We'll be on the eyes for a while then, you're saying. Probably the rest of 2020 almost is going to be eyes. Yeah. It's going to be six months of pure The year of the eye. So get your iPhone and your iPod ready (laughs) for the eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Eyes forward from here. I I don't think we will be, if we get any interviews this year, we will not be getting out of the eyes. Well, interview starts with an eye, so that's perfect. (laughs) <laughs> it's alphabetic it's alphabetic i i i captain i well you know aye, what aye. this is this is the year 2020 which is all about eyesight <laughs> oh. Oh. get ben on this get thing <laughs> it's time for a new generation to take over Oh, his puns won't be any better than mine. Thanks, that was fun. Don't forget, no regrets. Except maybe one. I wish I could do the trivia. (laughs) Well, they do the trivia online every couple of weeks. Yeah, the video game trivia. Okay, well, I'll have to join it. Jeff and I are horrible at it. We are. We are rock stars. Don't you believe him? <laughs> Actually, okay, I can't. I should change that. We were accused of cheating two Jeff, weeks in a row. Wow. Jeff is good. Crazy is horrible. <laughs> I am great at things I know about, and I'm horrible at those I don't. Me too. That's so yep. weird. Mine's really weird. I'm <laughs> all in one way oh. or the other. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really great at the stuff I'm horrible at. I'm really I'm great at being horrible. I'm the horriblest person I know. <laughs> um so next week's song there are two versions on. I'll send both versions to you. Okay. Both virgins. Virgins. Yes. Two virgins. I'm looking forward to both virgins. <laughs> so he has two virgins. I was promised yeah, I, I, 77. Uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> when I was I'm, I'm, I'm about 70 short. <laughs> cut it. Cut it. <laughs> yes. Uh, Stephen, what day works for you next week? Well, I get you guys uh, on the line. Same day. Same, same day days. works great. Same bat time. Oh. Same bat station. <laughs> same beat. Um, that, that. <laughs> same. Whoa. Whoa, now. <laughs> 
Yeah, hopefully I won't drink as much next <laughs> same, time. Same bait time, same bait channel. <laughs> the song is in the key of W, flat, minor. W flat, okay. <laughs> w flat minor. <laughs> My month of guitar has paid off. <laughs> that must be one of those uh, those non-standard scales. That's it the, is, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the diminished thing. <laughs> <laughs> this guy clearly knows his stuff. I can't even argue. One of those dream theater type songs. <laughs> dream. It's prog, it's, prog it's, rock. Yeah, it's a uh, twelve tone. <laughs> Shooting the shit here, but when I was in uh, college, there was like a. We all, you know, when you go to music school, there's a certain amount of pretentiousness that is instilled upon you. And then you either by sheer force of will of your character break free from it, or you forever travel with it for the rest of your days. And there were so many people who like, as soon as they learned the whole tone scale, that is all they would ever play. It just sounded like Mr. Rogers took some acid and started playing guitar. It was awful. Anyway, just wanted to rant there. There. That to is know. one of the greatest lines ever. <laughs> Mr. Rogers took some acid. That's pretty much what it felt like. We're going to the land of neighborhood of make believe, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to your asses. <laughs> and I don't mean donkey, son. <laughs> And on all, that note, yeah. he knows all the best places in his neighborhood to score. <laughs> <laughs> no! I won't drink that it's, Corona it's, shit. It's infected. That's right. <laughs> Barley flavored uh, seltzer water, right? Thank goodness Guinness hasn't got an infection. <laughs> <laughs> that's the next infection. The Guinness virus? The Guinness virus. <laughs> no, it was started by Sir Alec Guinness. Now, I, I did hear, Aaron, that that Guinness virus started by Alec Guinness. I heard yeah. where he caught it. He actually acquired that and, and got infected when he was on the bridge over the River Kwai. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the beer. <laughs> you did a clap, Tracy. You did a clap. All right. All right, we didn't do the clapping. All right. <clears throat> The clap. What? I thought we were worried about coronavirus. <laughs> hey, old That's something man. else you can catch under the river quad. Can you get the clap over Zoom? <laughs> I hope it not. Depends on how far you're zoomed in. That's oh. Oh, this is all going in the outtake. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett.
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 